to another episode of the Live to Accomplish podcast by Nathan Shooter. For more inspiring content, blogs and videos, visit NathanShooter.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live to Accomplish podcast. So glad you chose to um, flick over to this channel and join us today. So we have the pleasure of listening to um, some advice from Heidi Marie. And Heidi Marie is an independent Australian songwriter and singer extraordinaire. So welcome, Heidi. Thank you, thank you. And um, I guess today what I'm keen to hear is on the how. How do we get from this idea that we have to actually making it happen? And um, you're someone who's done that and um, a living proof that you can do that. And um, so, yeah, do you want to tell us about current projects you've got on? Yeah, sure. So um, at the moment, I'm in pre-production for my next EP. I've just released my EP, first EP this year and um, yeah, one music video and the other one's coming out tomorrow with this first EP. So it's all happening and we're in pre-production writing new stuff for the next EP. So it's yeah, it's just all, all happening and yeah, in plan and motion. So tell us about the current album, because I'm really interested in, um, I guess, the, the process behind that. So a lot of our listeners today, are, yes, they're probably business people, but they're also people who have regular jobs. But in amongst all that, they have um, some really creative pursuits or they have some mm, yeah. cool non-creative pursuits that they might want to do as hobbies after hours or even as part of their jobs. So um, because this is a creative project, doesn't mean that it's not relevant to everyone. Mm. So having had this um, project undertaking that you went on, um, how did you start it? Yeah, so um, I'd been planning for the last uh, yeah, two years. I'd been wanting to save up and work towards recording. It was always my dream. Um, and I applied for, yeah, um, numerous things and um, ended up giving a, getting a, um, a scholarship, a government grant to record the EP um, specifically and to use my, um, I'm also an artist, to incorporate that into, um, yeah, into all of that in the music video. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. Forgot. So you started out from a, from a, a bit of a base of some um, financial support, um, which I might add is pretty awesome. Like yeah, that's um, yeah. not oh, everybody's dream. story. So what did you first do in terms of like the seed of this idea of this project? How did you kind of start out? Did you have a plan for how many tracks you wanted to produce or did you just kind of start with even more of a blank canvas? Well, yeah. So as I said, I'd been wanting to do this for a while. So I already had um, the framework of, um, yeah, the songs, even down to the artwork. I had been sort of brainstorming and um, creating stuff for the last couple of years. So that kind of came together and, yeah, I collected that and um, then used all that and put it all together and said, okay, what do I actually want now as a fresh new project? What is the um, the simple vision for this? Just one off on its own, just with this grant. Um yeah, and it sort of went from there and it was very exciting because I had that, um, yeah, that sort of confidence confidence and push with the grant. It was really like, okay, um, I'd sort of dabbled with things before I'd recorded a little bit, before I've done live performance and um, studied different things with um, the arts. But this kind of, yeah, it gave me that push of the quality I'd always wanted to do, which was like the real studio, put it out on iTunes, that whole, um, yeah, shindig. And yeah, it just pushed me to... Um, yeah, to kind of assess as a whole just one simple body of art 
with the music and the art all put together for cover art and songs, put it all together and say, what, just that on its own, what do I want it to look like? Disregarding all the other stuff and all the other experience and the love and artwork I created and to kind of, yeah, it was good because it refreshed um, the vision and where I want to go as an artist because sometimes you have so much experience and create so many things, yeah, in just uh, – yeah, and just the last couple of years, it's good to do that. It really forces you to simplify what you want to do and what you want it to look like. So talking about um, this whole concept of completing things, like it's wonderful to start out with something. Yeah. And on, um, <laughs> on earlier editions of the podcast and the blog online, we talk about when to start something and the second one was about continuing on something because it's great to start, but finishing is you know, fantastic as well, but it's the middle bit that we struggle with. Oh, yeah. So yeah. before you did this album, were you someone who always completed every art project that you did <laughs> or were you kind of a, those super arty people who are like, I'm going to start this artistic project or this um, new painting and then just never finish it? Yeah, so um, I'm kind of like a those cheeses that took a little bit to mature <laughs> with um, just, just work ethic and how I um, – understood what art is and what in in terms of business and actually yeah um making a, a business and uh yeah it just not being a hobby but making it a job um yeah I took a couple of years I did not um understand that I was very um very green and naive and just excited and um yeah it was a completely new thing to to picture it like that and just to learn it so yeah I didn't um f- I would start and had a lot of great ideas and I just loved creating art and the process of art, but I didn't really understand what the final product, what that looks like, how you network that and the middle bit, which is really, which is just really good work ethic and patience and hard work, which I think for creative people or the creative mindset, it's, um, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, some people have different expectations and you need to get to that point where you learn it is a business and you really have to put in the work and, yeah, strengthen that part. And I did not have that when I was right. younger and I had to learn all this uh, just, yeah, business and work ethic before so I could actually be productive and creative things and then make a product. So then um, when you f- didn't finish a, a project or a painting or writing a song, how did it make you feel when there was an incomplete project that you started like when you didn't finish it how did that make you feel versus how did that make you feel when you forced yourself to complete something and you had to finish work how did you feel with both of those yeah well I think um the intention behind the finishing was different when I was a bit uh younger and didn't really understand because I didn't really understand I sort of had like a um like a fantasy idea of what it means to finish it and then what value that'll have and then, um, yeah, just what you were using it for. Because I would think, oh, recording music, oh, it'll just go on the radio in like, you know, chuck it up on YouTube or whatever and it'll just be up there straight away and you have like, I don't know, um, yeah, a platform or something. But um, I had to learn that you have to really, yeah, work for all that stuff. So, yeah, I could sort of finish things okay, but to actually understand why you were finishing it and then, yeah, I don't know, it kind of – developed a whole nother way of thinking about that kind of stuff. So when you finished something, you felt like there was a payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, this whole idea of creativity seems elusive. Like people <laughs> yeah. say, oh, I'm not creative. And I, I think that's a real self-imposed uh, lie. Like I think that there <laughs> is creativity in the sense that we can be creative thinkers and creative producers, but then there's the outworking of that. So you have creative 
expressions, which are, you know, painters, musicians and singers or whatever. Then there's other expressions, which are creativity at work, but not expressed necessarily in fine arts. Like the arts yeah. So you might have a creative thinker who's brilliant with business strategy or, or yeah, finance exactly. planning and that kind of thing. So when it comes to what, what you and I do with the more creative arts um, view of things, like with my um, business and, and with your career, um, we, come, we sometimes, or maybe this is just me, but sometimes <laughs> we just kind of think that creativity is something that, that falls from the sky and then we have to be <laughs> racing outside oh. the front door with our arms open just so we can catch it just in time. Hmm. But I actually think that um, creativity is learned spontaneity. I think it's something totally. that we have to actually apprehend and grab um, and force ourselves to find. So did you used to think that it was something that you just had to wait to come? Yeah, when I was uh, writing songs like Teenager, they just kind of came like that and I didn't have to work that hard because I didn't really know where I was doing it. But as I got o- older, I understood and the more like value I put on it that, oh, I want to make a career out of this. So I want to, you know, potentially make money or like connect with people on this and make a platform on this. Um, yeah, I was just yeah a bit naive, but I understood that there's so much hard work and patience. And when like through the creative process, like especially, um, yeah, if you're turning it into a business or whatever, like you have to treat it as a job. And I think a lot of people, they think it's just going to kind of inspiration falls out of the sky. There may be people like that, but um, I think if they do it for a couple of years, they have to kind of push through and yeah. Um, there's definitely times where I'm where things are just kind of falling into my head, but to be consistent with it and to make any, um, yeah, consistent remark or fulfill a vision that you want to fulfill. Um, yeah, you have to, like I make space, I have hours allocated, I have to strategize, I have to organize and, um, plan time to, to work at it, to work at your skills, to work at just being able to brainstorm and learning how to do that is a craft. I think that people underestimate and they, yeah, kind of think it's just going to happen, but there's so much, um, yeah, just patience and hard work and okay. space allocating for it to learn. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about some um, hard and fast practical things that our listeners can mm. write down, the the Heidi Marie system. So um, <laughs> yeah. I know that um, for myself, if I'm doing a, a, a branding um, job or something like that on, on screen, if you open Illustrator, the first thing I do is to open four canvases at once so I can do my three ideas and then my fourth is um you know color palettes or like blending of the three ideas on the fourth palette yeah. so i've got my systems which are non-creative to manage the creative so in your in your world tell us the absolute down and dirty practical <laughs> things that you do like about you already mentioned about your time so just tell us some of the things you do including your spaces you might have set up and all that kind of thing yeah sure um so yeah for um for the artworks that I create, it's just sort of at home in the different um, spaces that I've made. And um, yeah, I've allocated different spaces, even just in my room where like when I sit down at that chair or when I put that music on, it's like, it's very specific. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you have to mix it up, especially if it can get stale if you're doing the, like the same routine. And sometimes you need extra um, inspiration or push to do things. But um yeah, I feel like your environment is incredibly um, important. Um, your mindset is incredibly important, especially with creative things. Um, and if it becomes part of your business or anyway, just creative thinking. Like for me, I play instruments and then I songwrite. So songwrite, 
um, for one day, it might be a bit of a grind. I might have no ideas and I'll actually um, reward myself and I'll churn up that inspiration through maybe drumming or just doing something that's an outlet that's still practicing, that's still refining your skills. Um, but it then gives you space to tick something off. But then my mind is churning in the right way that's already like prepped it to then, um, yeah, the, have the platform to um, think of songs because I've already got the other stuff in my head. Okay. So you've got like a a certain physical space is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at home you've got your desk, you've got your headphones. Yeah. And um, like I like to have a Spotify playlist um, with just instrumental or, or movie soundtracks when I write. Yeah. yeah. Um, get me in the, you know, in the, in the environment for it. Um, so tell us about your schedule. How do you, how do you plan in your creative time? Because you have a real life too, don't you, with a job? Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one has a real life. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely have a, uh, a life, hopefully. But I think it's incredibly important to have a, a due date, even if that's something that's completely self-imposed. For me, I'm someone who absolutely needs a time when it needs to be done by. And I forget what it's called. I think it's, um, yeah, is it palito or palito? There's some sort of thing where it's like if you put a, a date or like a day that it could like just a really short date where it needs to be finished. You need to complete some something. Um, you'll get it done where if you set another week for you to do the same thing, it'll be like a mountain out of a molehill. So um, I just set small tasks a lot of the time, but make it as a due date. Um, so even just to like sketch an idea or to have this finished um, by next week, like an artwork, even if it's just, yeah, sketching it up or painting. And you realize you can do it in maybe like a couple of, hours and finish what you've already set up was going to be the thing that was going to slow you down or you weren't sure how to start. So I think the important thing is to start. Um, important thing is to have a, yeah, a date where you need to finish. So it pushes you and have accountability. If it's like, if you have business partners or people that you collaborate with, or just a friend, that's going to just be like, have you finished that? Like this week, you were going to have it all done. So yeah. Very I think practical. deadlines is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like even with starting this podcast, um, you might've heard on, on me talk about this earlier where, yeah. um, I told some people, some friends, yes, this podcast is going to be out and it wasn't done. They're like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm accountable, but I don't enjoy being accountable, <laughs> but you got to be, don't you? And so, yeah, yeah so yeah. absolutely self-imposed deadlines. But I also know that on top of that, you schedule hours into certain days of the week. Tell yeah. me more about that. Yeah. So, um, I have certain days where I don't work, like you have your days off. Um, but even if you're working, like sometimes I work six days a week, um, like I still have my off day and then like, I don't do an eight hour day, even if I have an eight hour shift or it could be a 12 hour split shift at my normal job. I still treat it as like, and, and you got to have your breaks. You got to have like your holidays and you got to balance it. Otherwise, if you grind too much, some people can do that and keep that up. But um, for me, I need to have a break. Um, and sometimes even like a one hour of inspiration and break can um, make you more productive, especially in the arts and creativity. But um, yeah, I definitely schedule once I'm finished my, <laughs> my daytime job. That's actually sort of, um, yeah, like rewarding to then I go to my hobby, which is uh, my job as well. So to do an extra couple of hours on top of my normal job is actually a reward. So it's not just an eight hour day, it's eight hours or six hours or whatever of your normal job or whatever you have to do. That could be within your 
like business, it could just be more of the business side of that. And then I reward myself with the creative. And some of that is the less rewarding creative part, which could be the songwriting if I have no ideas, or it could be just the refining skills, but it's just a, yeah, it's not just, um, it's a pattern. Yeah. 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 I think that's that's key, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, the whole, uh, rewarding ourselves thing can be, um, a great, driver or a great trap yeah so um yeah. for some people like when you come home not. yeah that's right when you come home from work you just think the last thing i want to do is to create think you know and try and produce more <laughs> yeah but if you see it as a treat yeah. it's kind of like uh, reverse psychology on yourself yeah which is um pretty awesome so then the other thing i wanted to i guess talk with you about is um uh, creativity for profit so mm. um i know that um you and i both have friends who are like creative thinkers and they don't want to sell out to the man and they just <laughs> yeah, want to create yeah. for creative um, purpose and that's a lo- that's it alone. Yeah. Whereas we live in this world where I do that creativity as a, as a job for profit, but then I also can do it for fulfillment. Yeah. So yeah, how 100%. did you change your mindset from it should just be all about creativity just for fun and expression to, oh, hang on, maybe I can do both and make a living? Yeah. Um, I think... I just realized what do I want to spend the majority of my time on? Um, and like I work in, you know, a normal daytime job and I just realized um, that's great and it's rewarding, but um, I think just we live in a very interesting time and I think we have to take it. And I understand not wanting to sell out or if there's something really pure and doing it as a hobby and you don't want to, um, yeah, take away or compromise it. I totally understand that. But um, I think there's just uh, massive opportunities of, connection and um just a a a platform and um and not just of oh people can like my artwork but um like platform to uh fulfill a vision and to take that onto another whole um yeah level of opportunity or whatever you want to accomplish if it's just impacting encouraging people you can do that in a whole nother way and I think um yeah, if people don't want to um, sort of compromise that, that's fine. But I think the opportunity has to be taken and to what extent that's um, your own choice. But I think that it's just a very, um, yeah, not to waste this time. It's just a very interesting time and I don't know how long it's going to be around where um, we can sort of have a whole business out of something that um, might have just been a hobby before. Make a business out of it and connect with thousands of people on the other side of the world that actually want to get in touch with you. There's niches and um people Google everything and you just got to tap into whatever uh, niche you have. And it's just ridiculous, the kind of opportunities once you like start that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, like you were saying before, we live in a time and in a place where um, we have almost a responsibility. Yeah. Um, and, um, mm-hmm. and so like from what I'm hearing, what you're saying is there's two types of creative purpose. One where you can just do it for fulfillment and um, just for your own soul and just for your own kind of like benefit which is wonderful, but then there's also the creativity for purpose, which is like what you were saying where you're fully fully engaged in wanting to reach other people yeah. and really want to share your message or your um, your experience or whatever it is with other people. Mm. So um, just to continue on that idea, what's your, your purpose and what's your kind of little <laughs> message that you're pumping through the songs and through your artworks? Yeah. Yeah. Um- yeah, that's interesting. Um, you asked that. I've been thinking about that uh, the last couple of weeks and months, kind of 
refining and simplifying. What do I actually want to do? Like, what is the purpose of this? I've been so uh, blessed with these opportunities and the um, the grant and the networking um, to go the next level. I've wanted to work towards and wanted to do with releasing an um, you know EP and being able to do that again and the music videos. And I'm like, what am I actually doing it for? Is it just a fulfillment for me because I wanted to tick that off a list and now I've done it and what's next? Or is it um, yeah, is it for a vision and impact that I didn't even know, like I wanted to make people happy. I wanted to encourage people. I always wanted to just make, uh, not just like silly, happy pop music, pop, um, music that people could relate to, but, um, yeah, just, just encourage people. And you have no idea, like the impact that music can have. I just had a couple of like weeks where I just was like, it's following me everywhere. The radio is everywhere. Like it's in, like it was in, you know, the hospital visiting a friend or it's at your work. It's um, everywhere. Ridiculous. And I'm just like, this has such a incredible impact. I just want it simply. I just love people. I'm an extrovert. I love people. I love music. I love how it can connect with people. Um, someone that you don't even know or people that you do know and it can just, yeah, touch them in a way that, um, yeah, they might need that day. They might need that encouragement or they might need just that break or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, I think it's exciting. Yeah, and I think um, that's great because that those are the kind of reasons and motivations that are going to keep you doing what you do yeah. when you don't feel like doing it. Yeah, because it's and not just about you or something you it's can not tick about off. just it's you not, alone yeah it's yeah. not just um yeah ticking something off a list it's something mm. bigger and that's the whole um yeah when you can make a business or use bigger opportunities and yeah like I understand if some um like artworks and creative things they might be more personal so that's why some people don't want to share it or they're not quite sure but I think yeah it depends what your intention behind it and what you want to accomplish and just what impact you want it to have on like the world and people and people you know Mm. And this um, podcast, as you know, is um, it's the Live to Accomplish podcast, and yeah. I I chose to use those words because it's life is about accomplishing things, not just succeeding at things. Yeah, and yeah. so um, people who are listening to this may not um, be producing music, or they may not be um, doing visual arts as a business. But the thing is, you can accomplish things. Um, where your talent and your hands lie. Mm. So just say, for example, we've talked about we live in this world where um, digital social media can amplify our message. So if someone um, at home listening to this or walking the dog has a talent to do like um, create book clubs or uh, a knitting club or whatever it is, see, um, I think that they really should be thinking about what they can accomplish in that little sphere of influence. Yeah, yeah. And everything we do says something about something else. I don't know whether that is a bit of a mind spin, but everything is, yeah, everything says epic, something about true, something though. else. Yeah, and so I guess we need to examine why we do things. Hmm. And, um, yeah, that's exciting to hear about what you're, what you're up to. And what would you do to give advice to someone who's thinking about starting something? So it doesn't have to be necessarily something creative, but hmm. they have an idea that they want to bring to life what would you do what advice would you say to them would you tell them to wait till it's perfect I would just just say start straight away whatever way you do just make sure you start it (laughs) just get excited and yeah don't um don't put it off or don't wait for um like 
Yeah, I love Seth Godin. Um, for yeah, for all your ducks to be in a row. Um, because even if like all those ducks and all the things that you ever want to be in sync and in, like are aligned with each other, um, like what are you gonna do once that happens? I think just start start that first step, and you'll realize it's more of a it snowballs into um, yeah, into work ethic and passion and just seeing the effect it can have. Um, quite quickly so I just think don't ever put anything off just start um get excited yeah 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 we can you can just um get to the point where we just never create anything because we're planning and planning planning and waiting for all the all the ducks to line up and um yeah so I listen to Seth Godin as many of our listeners do so (laughs) um, besides him who is just like literature royalty at the moment who else are you following um in terms of podcasts or (laughs) books or Besides what are you nerding yours, out on at the besides moment? Besides yours. <laughs> That's Good very plug. Um, Yeah, I love – I have different um, podcasts for different moods. So at the mo- moment it is um, – because I'm brainstorming like the next EP and kind of in that, yeah, pre-production stage, I am reading a lot of like Seth Godin on product and your remarkable thing you want to create and the impact you want to have. But um, when I'm in just like – yeah, grind really need to just push in, put in the hours and just, um, yeah, see what happens after you really work hard. I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk is always just a big, like, kick up the butt. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, gets you going and just, um, yeah, really just kind of black and white, just uh, work. And stops. no, and but that, and that's great for him. I'm a little bit, need a bit more rest, but um, yeah, it just kind of pushes you to I don't know, once you put in the hours, you have no idea, even just musical art stuff, like that blows my mind with, um, yeah, just uh, creative things. It doesn't have to be art or music, as you said. Like once you put in like f- four or five hours in a row on top of whatever you worked, you have no idea. Like you could be in a, like a month's uh, – like – a month of how much you thought you could get done, you could get that done in a couple of days. Like I just think, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, chuck in those hours and just see what happens. And yeah, Gary's great for that. And yeah, just a lot of those, um, yeah, really just inspirational people I listen to. And yeah, yeah, cool. So a lot of the, um, a lot of the contemporaries like um, Tim Ferriss as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Seth Godin probably more for. The, the marketing stuff and yeah. Gary V for like, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then <laughs> um, Tim Ferriss for like examining um, high achievers. That's what he does. Yeah. That's his podcast. Yeah. There's some really great thoughts there. And your album, where can we find it? Where can we listen to it? Yeah, sure. So my uh, EP, it's called Arctic OK, and it's available on Spotify, iTunes. It's on YouTube. The music video is out on YouTube. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of all available wherever you look. It should be there. And can we connect with you on Facebook? Yeah, yep. So Colour Me Heidi on Facebook page and um, Instagram account, um, Colour Me Heidi, just the same. Yeah. Thanks for coming in today and uh, really appreciate your thoughts on um, creativity, making it as a planned thing, not just as a spontaneous fall from the sky moment. So thank you for all your hard work you've put into your um, creativity and that you can share it with the world. So if you want to go and have a look, um, check out Heidi Marie on Instagram, on Facebook. She's got a page there. And certainly, as, as she said, on um, Spotify and iTunes, YouTube and so on. So have a, a bit of a look through your life and have a think about what you can start that perhaps you've been putting off. Maybe there's some things that you've been kind of thinking, yeah, I should do that, but I need to plan some more. Let's just do it. So in everything you do, find a simple way to create a significant outcome and you can do all those things so you can live to accomplish. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Find more insightful content at
at NathanShooter.com or simply search Nathan Shooter on most social platforms.